Hello and welcome to the Pod Blast. Hello. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm hot. It is warm. We've got a bit of rain today, haven't we? I'm not complaining about the heat though, because it's nice. But yeah. it is hot. It is I'm, hot. I'm a sweaty person. I feel that. Hey Dave. Yeah. What have we done this week? Yeah, we're going to be a bit lax when it comes to the watching, listening and playing. And the reason why is because we've gone and got ourselves a nice little motorhome, haven't we? We have, yeah. So we've got ourselves a little canine, canine, which is a, a 1994 Fiat Ducato Auto Sleeper Herald. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Litland loves it. Yeah. So when we, because we we're always planning ahead of what's what's going to be happening as regards to the pod blast and all that carry on. A part of it is definitely going to be that the pod blast is on tour. And we'll go and talk to people about their favourite films and whatnot as we travel mm-hmm. around the country, innit? So. Mm-hmm. We'll go wherever the wind takes us. Yes, and we'll need it as well. Because mm-hmm. it's it's a big owl boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a heavy owl boy. We need sails for that thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that'll be why I've not been listening to much this week. Because you've been preoccupied. And it hasn't got a radio in it at the moment. So, <laughs> mm. yeah. The same with playing. I was meant to, you know... I'm on this Daisy server and whatnot. There's a lot going on. But it's been really quiet on there. And I think it's because of the sun. Because uh, it's really nice weather here. And that's good. I like that. They've been People discussing should be it. outside enjoying themselves in the fresh air. Yeah, exactly. I'm so, all for that. So it's, it's, it's all good. But we have been watching stuff, haven't we? Yes. It's always time to watch stuff. Yes. What have we been watching? We have watched Jack Ryan. Season one, episode one to four, I think. Yeah, I think we've yeah we've just got. And it's it's uh it's really good. You hadn't seen it, had you? I hadn't seen it now, um, and it's some of the images are are burned in, into my brain. I think I can't stop thinking about them. Yeah, good directing, good writing, acted well enough. You know when normally when we watch Americanized. TV mm-hmm. as Brits because you know we are slightly different so sometimes you know so when it's it's strange because that's sort of coming over here too you know with your what's it called Britain's Got Talent mm. and the way that everything's going to start with a sob story and what have you that's how we view it but in America that's someone opening up their heart mm-hmm. we're slightly more cynical I think so it's it's difficult for me, certainly, to watch an American drama series not be rolling my eyes. Yeah, no, you're not into. I've tried with some things, haven't I? And you just no. yeah. But this, I mean, I've watched up halfway through to season two last year, mm-hmm. so I'm watching them again with you. And it's nice to watch them again because I've forgotten. I, I know the general storyline, but all those little characters and what have you that mm-hmm. that you meet along the way, the and great acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if a little stereotypical, the, the the French detective, she's very French. She's very French, but I also have a fr- a French friend, and he's very French. Oh, I see. Okay, you know, like he's great. I mean, he's got long black hair and tattooed from the neck down, but when he speaks and the, his man, he is like that. You know, half a cigarette and he'll throw it, and yeah, you know, everything is a problem. Say pa a lot. 
no. His wife doesn't speak any English. Right. And he thinks it's hilarious because he speaks about five languages. Um, he used to work in a bar with me when he was travelling. So he just takes his wife places and makes her feel uncomfortable? No, she doesn't care. <laughs> All right. She speaks French wherever <laughs> she is. And if you don't speak French, that's your problem. Oh, fair do. She sounds very much like uh, a Brit. Very much. Well, why not? Why not? We go everywhere and expect you to speak English, heaven's sake. Isn't it? It's all, we're all the same in the end. Yeah. So, yeah, she, the detective was very French, but some people are just very French. I suppose so, yeah. That wasn't a criticism. That was just a, an observation. I'm thoroughly enjoying it, and mm-hmm. I look forward to the next couple of episodes. What else have mm. we been watching? Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. I'm so in love with that show. Yeah. I could watch every episode twice, in fact, I might. Yeah, when we come, when this comes out, there's only one episode. No. This is the last one, isn't it? Actually, yeah. So when this comes out on the Friday, the last episode of Miss Marvel would have been on on the Wednesday. So we will not be in the loop when this drops. But Mm -hmm. we're really looking forward to it. For the first time ever, I'm like, in one of these series where I'm kind of going, oh, well, what you should do in Loki he should be interacting with this, that and the other and blah, 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 and we should see some of the other MCU stars. Otherwise, what's the point of having a connected universe? The same with WandaVision, where we are waiting for someone else from the MCU to just be in it. No for comment. this one, though, I don't, I don't mind that no one turns up. Maybe they'll just have Nick Fury turn up because he's very much part of mm-hmm. the Captain Marvel story. So maybe he'll turn up and start getting everyone ready for Secret Wars and all that carry on. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to just completing it and having this brilliant origin story because it's been great so far, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, yeah. It's been really, really good. I'm learning more about her culture and... Eid started yesterday, I believe. All right, okay. Um, What happens at Eid? Yeah, I'm not sure what happens at Eid. I know there's a lot of eating. There's a lot of eating. I remember eating a lot at Eid. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm apologise that I can't remember what it is. Yeah, well, you were a kid, weren't you? So as far as you're concerned, it's all your neighbours were having a party and you were invited. I was, and so. I got to eat with my hands. And I know this might sound really silly, but my dad was very strict on our manners. And it was a good thing because we've all got great manners. And so we had to use the knife and fork and stuff, obviously. And it was just so naughty. I felt so naughty and cheeky when I was with my friends and their family because I was allowed to eat with my hands. This 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 rice tastes of of freedom. It did. <laughs> I'd look at it at the plate on the plate, and then and then I'd look at Lackey's mum, or and then I'd look at a granddad, and then obviously a granddad had to eat first. And he used to he used to say he used to roll his hands and say eat 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 at me, and he'd put my hand in the food and put it in my mouth. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't fat enough for him. Yeah, I had the same thing. I had a um, a friend called Hung who had, he was born in Hong Kong, but come over to, his family come over from Hong Kong mm-hmm. over to the UK and, you know, in stereotypical fashion, opened a, a Chinese fish and chip shop. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to a lot of his, um, like New Year and what have you. And then those other days where we were burning money for people that had passed away Oh, right, back, yeah. It's hell bank oh, notes and things name? like that. So we did a lot of, yeah, the, and it was because I could put it away, so much food, they used to, 
it was like stoking a yeah me too stoking a steam engine they just kept on throwing it in me and it brought them joy how much i ate <laughs> um yeah i think i was i don't i don't know what it was but i they must have liked me i definitely loved them but i was part of the family i think yeah and i was constantly having food shoved in my face and putting saris and had bangles on and yeah it was brilliant auntie didn't mind who used to have me a lot but mm. if i went to my grand's the first thing you take that off what you wearing that for? And I'd walk in thinking I looked like a princess. I was like, look at me shining in these bangles in the sun. We grant, no, take it off. Mm. But it was good fun. I only have happy memories of it. It's uh, So that's that's Miss Marvel and, and what she's doing for us, evoking yeah. these For me, these it's memories. like reminds me of being really little and I've, I love that. I enjoy that. So this week, separately, I watched Halo because we've got Paramount TV mm-hmm. and... So far, there's not a lot on there, is there? It's it's Trek heavy, but we're having to wait for the episodes that America have already seen. Mm, well, there's a lot of that, where we have to still wait. I thought that was done. I don't know. Maybe next time when they're on, we will get them a couple of days later instead. Because all it does is make me think, what should I do? Get rid of Paramount and start and start just downloading them again. Just go know, onto I the Pirate get... Bay and watch watch these episodes because they're, del- they're being geo-locked from me. It's you know, I can't on. get season three of The Miz and Misses, and it's like, what am I paying for WWE for? If the WWE can't get their own show first before it's finished on A&E over there, what? What? Yeah. Just give it me. It's what I'm paying for. Isn't it? What What exactly? What's the problem? It's not as if it's licensed anywhere else in the UK, that, is it? No. Isn't it? The, the only thing that you've got over here that's license was discovery for netflix yeah and they've just shown all of discovery we've got all of discovery on on gotta be honest i'm not that impressed with paramount so far no i mean the beavers and butthead film that was (laughs) brilliant um mtv no music mtv no music yeah no music tv but yeah beavers and butthead i was really i'm 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 into that and so it's gonna they've brought them into the future to now exactly how they were back then when we last saw them thanks to some time travel in Beavis and Butthead do the universe and so we're going to get another series soon but there's none of the old series on there so there's no oh yeah you said yeah, the so there's old only the two stuff. films there's yeah. only the two films there's no no other Beavis and Butthead there's no um Venture Brothers that kind of thing there's 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 nothing else. It's it's Star Trek and Mission Impossible. That's it. Anyway, I watched Halo, which is their big. Oh my goodness me! I mean, is it good or is it I bad? watched I watched the beginning of it and the first, um, the first introduction of Master Chief and his crew and what have you. I was really enjoying it, even though the CGI was rubbish. The physics engine that they're using for their CGI characters is completely out of whack. When people are jumping and hanging in the air too long, and when they land, there's no impact animation. It's like they're just stiff. So it just feels like, come on, guys, who's who's in charge of the VFX here? Because it's... It's bad. It's, it's very bad. But... You know, you can suspend your disbelief a bit and just enjoy it. And I, I did enjoy that. 
I, I enjoyed the opener. But then the story kicked in. And all right, yeah, the, the, the mentioning Katana and things like that. But he seems to be stuck with a side quest at the minute. Mm. Just a character from the, 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 the planet that it was just there. There's only one survivor and now she's with him. Right. And he's gone rogue. Oh. And it's just, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't think they've got the flavour of it. It would have been better almost as the littlest hobo or that that kind of setup where you have an issue in a town, the A-team turn up, sort it out, and then they move off again. And you have that in different planets so we can have these amazing worlds. We can meet some amazing people that 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 have uh, colonized different areas of space all the time you've got the over uh, the over story arc of the covenant doing what they're doing that would have i think that's what i want to see and straight away first 10 minutes helmets off master chief's helmets off you know it's not even like the mandalorian where there's a reason for him doing it mm-hmm. there's no he just He's just, you know, needs to get his hair a bit of... He's got sweat on. Yeah, so I don't know. It just... I don't think the writers have the same reverence for the character as probably the fans. I don't know why. It might just be me being a me, 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 or whatever. It's just what I think. Cool. Oh, and lastly, let's do... uh... Let's do the wrestling. Some wrestling. Some wrestling. I'm going to put a theme tune in for your wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, can I have Rise of the Valkyries or something like that? Yes. Uh, I suppose Possibly, because... uh, But then I'd have to pay for someone's performance. Nah, it's it's just going to be something on Pixabay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, okay, so Rhea Ripley has had a really big injury to her head and her teeth, and it's caused her so much issues that she's now got to wear a heart monitor. All right, as long as she hasn't got a Rhea Ripley, because that would sound that would be a terrible Rhea injury. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I'm going to make one rule real clear. Go on. We don't take the mick out of their name. No. <laughs> okay, sorry. That woman would squish you as big as you are between her legs. She is one big woman. Then I would be in... in in line for a Rhea Ripley if I wasn't too careful. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. You're making me... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the biggest news, I suppose, there's all sorts of news going on, but the biggest news has got to be um, this, and I hope you listen at some point, douchebag. Okay. Logan Paul, the YouTuber. Oh, yes. <laughs> taking on The Miz. He started on The Miz. Who's the, the Miz? Who's The Miz? The Miz is the main dude. He's the A-lister. He's, a, oh my gosh, is it like 11 times intercontinental champ? He's been the champ. He's tag team champion. He is the man. Okay. He's ace. He was in. Do you remember the real, the real life? No. Years ago, it was like Big Brother. They were all jumping around on. It's like MTV show. I'm aware of it. He was in that originally. Right. Turned wrestler. Yeah. He's got the gift of the gab, and he is probably going to be the face of the company at some point. He's on that that path. Okay. Um, I don't mean, you know, he's not John Cena, because I don't know if you know this, but Hulk Hogan passed the mantle to The Rock. Okay. The Rock passed the mantle to John Cena. Okay. 
I don't know who John Cena's going to pass it to next, but another one. You know, like everyone knew Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knew Yokozuna. You yes. knew these names. The Miz is one of them names that will go down in history. Everyone's going to know him. And this douchebag, big chinned buck tooth needs to get out of my face. Hopefully. Logan Paul is starting on The Miz. Right. Just get back in your box and show up. He signed a contract this week with the WWE. Who did? Logan Paul. Right, okay. So he's going to join the lineup? He's coming for The Miz. Right, okay. They're going to go at it at SummerSlam. Well, his brother uh, wants to fight Tyson. The Miz is going to crush him. <laughs> yeah, the pair of them The pair of them are like YouTube stars. These Apparently two brothers. he had a fight with somebody else, my eldest was saying, and he lost. Yeah, um, the, yeah, the pair of them, um, they, they were just YouTubers doing random videos and all that carry on. And then, is it, I've forgotten what his brother's called. Is it Jake Paul, something like that? I don't know. But he... Um, but he started doing some uh, real boxing matches. He's, as in, he, he got himself fit and he decided that that's, that's what he wants to do. He's now friends with Tyson. Tyson has been on a few of his podcasts and a pair of them. Um, that's all well and have good. Have a smoke and what have you. I love Tyson, but then, now, in the future, 10 years after Tyson's dead, 100 years after Tyson's dead, I still wouldn't want to fight Tyson. Mm, yeah. Even messing, I just wouldn't. Yeah. No, that's stupid. Who the hell would want to take on Mike Tyson? An idiot. Yes. Well, and by the way, Logan Paul isn't Bucktooth or Big Chinned or anything. I just, you know, that's just how decided. I... Well, if I had the mic and I was stood in the ring, you know, I'd have to have a good go at him. Yeah. I think that's why I'm so good at having a go at people because people just think, wow, she's really good at, like, if you start on me, it's not. I've just had years of practice in my wrestling speech. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, fair enough. So that's. Um, so we'll see what happens. What you're going to do? I suppose you're going to watch them, and you're going to tell us how he's doing. He's he's, he's going to have to rank up first. And no, he's come. He's tying this contract to come at the Miz to go for SummerSlam, and the Miz has openly said, "Retract your statement." Yeah. Calm your boots. Or I'm going to snap you. Or I am going to kill you. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the Miz's wife, Maurice, who. In, in WWE is an outright beep. Oh, okay. She is a powerhouse herself. So she's beautiful and tall, um, very strong. So, you know, she's going to be at his side and it's going to cause an issue. And somebody insulted the Mrs. Balls. And uh, she said, I'll have you know my husband has. Um, I did that with a French accent then because she's French. I sh- I sh- I sh- my yeah, husband. Yeah, go on. Uh, has the uh, average size balls. I mean, big balls. I mean, he has great balls. And now there's actually merchandise you can buy with the Mrs. Big Balls on. Right, okay. Anyone wants it. (laughs) Right. Uh, Skills. Mm -hmm. All right, so you keep us us up to date with what's going on with that and other fights. They're always on and you're all over them when they decide to let us watch it over here in the UK, even though we pay uh, a subscription to watch them. Yes, I have to watch this week in WWE because I can't get Raw. It's not uploaded weekly. If you don't watch it when it's on live, it isn't then put on straight away. So I'm working on that. 
Sort yourselves out, people. For goodness sake, Paramount Come on, Plus, Vince. WWF. We, we're paying... WWE. Oh, WWE. What's WWF? The World Wildlife, Wildlife Federation or whatever. It used to be a wrestling one, though, didn't it? It did, but let's not get into that. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's news for another time, then. I don't know wrestling that well, so it's very interesting to hear I, everything I that you've got to say. I lived because... and breathed it, and I don't know what's happened lately. I've just watched a few bits, and it's it's like I've gone home. Right, okay, cool. They're all my age. The, and I'm like, I remember them. It's nice. Gone home. That's me. Squared circle. Right, today we're going to go and watch Dancer in the Dark. What, Versus Das, my love. Do you know anything about it at all? No. I have danced in the dark, but that's a different story. Okay. So it's um, Bjork is playing. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, Bjork is playing a... Czechoslovakian immigrant in the US and she has a degenerative eye condition which means that she's slowly losing her sight. She has a coping mechanism for the stresses in her life and that is imagining everything as a musical. The more stressed she becomes the more stressful the situation the more likely she is to to have a sing and a song about it. My friend's son does that. Mm. He's got Asperger's. Yeah. And if he's very uncomfortable, he'll sing the rest of his sentence. Right, okay, fair dues. Well, mm-hmm. the, it's that kind of thing, except you've got choreography involved. There's a lot of people that you'll recognise and go, oh, that's what's it's from, that's it's, and so on and Is so this forth. this the film that you feel she was robbed of an Oscar? Yeah, she, she won Best Actress at Cannes. Uh, the film itself won the Palme d'Or at Cannes, so it was, you know, best picture. I love how you say all these things with the Elton Port accent. I know, yeah. So so when it came to the Academy Awards, she wasn't even nominated for Best Actress. It was nominated for Best Film. Unfortunately, it's 2001, and Gladiator is is the film. So popular, everyone's into it. Blah blah blah. He's there this week, isn't he, Russell Crowe? He's, he's where? where they filmed Gladiator. Oh right. And he's stood in that scene, you know, in the, in the place where they did. You're not entertained. Yeah. And he's doing all flexing his muscles. Twenty one years later. Ah oh, right. Yeah. Well, he just got um, himself beefed up again for Zeus. Zeus, which we've still got to see, haven't we? We're going to go see that. Hopefully, see it this week, and we can talk about it. Maybe Friday. Yeah, maybe Friday. And if we do that, then we can um, we can do a little mini pa- uh, podcast, or I'll just do one on my own if I, it's I if it's know. if it's inconvenient. We'll see what goes on. Um, but back to that, best actress that year was Julia Roberts, and Julia Roberts won it for Aaron Brockovich. Oh, people loved that film. People loved that film. Julia Roberts is one of those people, like Tom Cruise, that, and and so many others that just they're the same people in everything that they are. You've paid for Julia Roberts, so you want Julia Roberts. Aaron Brockovich is Julia Roberts with cleavage. That's it, as far as I'm concerned. It's not a, a groundbreaking movie. It's not. I didn't find it emotionally engaging because it's Julia Roberts and she takes me out of the film. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Steel yes. Magnolias, she's got a cough. I, I, I no, don't, I don't, I'm not, no. I don't care. No, she's diabetic. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just... Um, don't you do it. 
of the of the choice of the two, I, I think it's pretty obvious who should have won Best Actress that year. I should be the hoping, decider of that. I'm hoping that you watch this and you go, fair enough, that's a better movie and she should have won Best Actress. And if I, I don't? Then... Are we going to need counselling after these films where we disagree? I know, yeah. It's strange how how wrong some people can be about these things. <laughs> and... We like so many of the same things. You in no way sound like an arrogant beep, beep right now. Isn't it? Shall we go and watch it? Okay. All right. See you in a minute. Goodbye, everybody. And welcome back to the Poblast. Hello. How's it going? Okay. Bit stiff. How's the film? All right. All right? Ooh, that's promising. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see how we go. <laughs> uh, uh. Let's see. Okay, what did you... Uh, let's go straight in. Uh, what do you think of the open? Is that the blood clot bit? Yes. Right, so it was blood clot. Well, it, it, it was, it wasn't. It was... Um, it's almost like, uh, what's, what's his face, a Rorschach test. It, you're seeing in that what you want to see, and you can see that it's... What you, what it forced you to do is use your imagination, because you're not sure what it is, because, it's, because it isn't anything. So what you do is, just like when you see uh, a dressing gown on the back of a, a door at night, and you think it's a man standing there, it's that kind of thing. You're forced to to make the picture yourself. So I suppose it's very individual as to what you think was in that. It just looked like blood under a microscope. Yeah. Oh, that's not a very nice pop. <laughs> no pop filter can save us from pops like that. I know. No chance. I'd need three in a row. <laughs> Warning. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, it's very arty. You know, it's... But... And, and, you know, what it's doing is it's telling you about her and her vision change, you know, how her vision is changing. And that's what it's telling that, you. That's what she's got to do. She's got to try and imagine what's around her. And so it's it's telling you what the film is before it starts. That's that's its clue. That's the setup. That's the point of it. I've only given it a five out of 20. And the reason why is because it's, it's very arty, maybe too arty. I don't know. I, I like... I like an open, whether it's a cold open or whether it's just an introduction to a character, whatever it is, I like a proper opening to a film. So that, it, it was there for a while, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get on to that when we get on to directing and what have you, but the sequence was maybe a little too long for, for what it was doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you give it? One. A one out of 20. Yep. My goodness, you are... Uh, you're on it for that kind of thing. No no time for that. No. No. Just get on with the film, for God's sake. <laughs> for the love of toenail paint. Right, okay. So next one is, what did you think of the acting in this? Well, I like Satan. I think he's called Jeff in this. Oh, Jeff. I call him Satan from Constantine. Okay, yeah. He's always a baddie, so it was nice to see him not as a baddie. He's usually a Russian as well, isn't he? Yeah, or French. Yeah. Took me a minute to figure out where we were in the world. 
because everyone she worked with was European. Yeah. And then there was Americans and I couldn't... It took me a minute. There's only one Bjork. There is. I suppose so, yeah. It it was funny, at the first with, with Selma, because I, I wrote on here, I've got everyone's name, Kathy, Bill, Jeff, and so on and so forth. And for her, I wrote Bjork. Mm-hmm. Because it's very Bjork rather than Selma. Mm-hmm. And at the, when she first, one of the first few scenes that you've seen her in, in her own house and what have you, it was kind of, I'm watching, I'm watching Bjork because it's that funny, idiosyncratic way of her, the way she views the world and the way she interacts with people and what have you. And so for a minute, it was kind of, well, that's Bjork, but that wore off. And it became, she became Selma. Mm-hmm. And that's why, yeah, as strong as she is a personality, she was Selma. So I was mm-hmm. really into her portrayal. Mm-hmm. I know you like this film. I do. What about, what about the other people acting in this? Um, I always get the guy from the Green Mile who played Bill wrong. I always think it's the English actor that was in the Catherine Coxons and it's not. Yeah. Um, they were good. They were all right. It was an odd script. It was like a, a bit stage play, a bit fly on the wall. Well, we'll get onto that in a minute. I gave it a six. Out of twenty. Yes. Out of twenty. You can look at me like that all you want. This is why it'd be good when we record because people will see those looks that you give me. Like, how dare she not <laughs> love it? Did they not take you on the journey? Do you not believe the characters? No. Were you not with them at all? No. no. No, not really, no. I thought just... Jeff was dead weird. Yeah, but there's people like that. I've known people like that. I know that I still think I'd say are weird. I'd say you're weird, mate. Go away. Yeah, that's fair enough. But what I'm saying is that is that enough of a reason to mark it down? Because Jeff's weird? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You'd... Well, in that case, you're not going to like a lot of films if there's a weirdo in it. But the weirdos... No, because sometimes I person... like the weirdos. Yeah, you do if it's Jared Leto, but it's just like... I like know, Joaquin like, Phoenix too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cut from the same cloth, aren't they? Do you know what no. I mean? So method, so method that they go and murder 10 people so they know what it's like to be a murderer because that's the only way you can act. Am I touching a few nerves? This is my opinion. Yeah. You wanted me to have an opposing opinion I to didn't, you. I, I didn't. No, no, not an opposing opinion, uh, opinion. Just your own opinion, which is fine. You're, you're, you're obviously. I wasn't sure if that Bill was going to like sexually assault her in that caravan. Yeah. Because she's clearly mentally ill. She's really unwell. I think she's she's uneducated. I think that's her problem. She's uneducated, and because of that, she still has an innocence about her. Everything's very much... No, I think you've missed the twitching and the tapping and different things she was doing. No, no, I watched all that and I, and I, I loved that in the performance. And, and it got worse the more agitated that she became, the more she, she was losing control of the situation, that she couldn't just sing herself out of a, a bad situation. The, the twitching became worse and worse. And that it's very much a part of her... Of, of what she was doing with the character. I don't think it's because th- that it was a tick or a mental affliction. I think she's just uneducated from a different country with a different way of talking 
and so that and so she's an alien within within that small town do you know do you know what i mean and so she looks different and odd and off and what have you and people would just class you know would just say well she she's got retardation or whatever it is do you know what i mean that's that's what's but, implied but i think she was just uneducated you said at the beginning that the things i thought looked like blood under a microscope was oh, it looked like ink blots and stuff so straight away i thought this is a film about mental illness right so no, I don't think she was. Well, she might have been uneducated and all those things. I also think she was really mentally ill. Right. And I think the prison guard knew that, and that's why she was so upset at her dying. Because uh, usually you get a stay of execution if you're mentally unsound. Well, nineteen fifties America. I don't think you would have, would you? But nobody even offered that as a defence. Well, they they wouldn't do, would they? I suppose not. She was a commie. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's a hard-working American. Why no one in this whole thing, why no one sort of went, well, did he, when he went to the bank, was the money in the bank? The bank manager saying, no, he had no money. They don't need to, he's a white American. Exactly. It's quite, quite... I thought when they had the money, I thought it was his wife paying it because she'd realised what had happened. Yeah. No, I've given it a 20, uh, and I stand by it, because okay. everyone that was in it, I believed the character. You know, Bill, especially, his little arc of of being this... I Coward. Don't, yeah, but he wasn't at all. He was no more all-American, who was gracious enough to have someone live in a caravan in his yard. He was an out-and-out out coward. Yeah, and then... The fact that he's got no money, he can't even confront his wife because it it is about the you know she's come over for the American dream. She's come over to to cure her son. All you have to do is work hard, and you get the thing that you mm-hmm. that, that that you want. He believes in the American dream because he's a hard working policeman in a small town, and he, he cannot, as far as he's concerned, he cannot keep his his wife fed with enough money even though he's doing the thing that you're meant to do it's more than just what the script is it's definitely an expose i'm I'm going off on one mm-hmm. what i'm saying is the acting was stellar i believed in everyone and i enjoyed their performances thank you very much shall right. we go on to the producing and directing of this the, yep. the, the the look and feel and what you think he was going for and whatnot what was he going for you tell me uh what well what did you give it score four. a four out of twenty mm-hmm it was making me dizzy. Game of 12. No, I didn't like the Joplin all over the place. The shaky cam documentary footage, it's something that's been used, you know, a lot, like found footage films like uh, The Blair Witch Project and what have you, and what's happened with um, what's called The Office and The American Office. When you give that shaky cam and it makes it look documentary style, it, it makes you almost a as if you're sneaking around and you're invisible and yeah, you can see what's going on. but those on. sort of things say that's what's happening. This, for me, reminded me of one of those awful musicals that I love, except this one didn't know it was an awful musical. This one took itself seriously. It is serious, though. Yeah, but... The, and the directing was a was a deliberate... It wasn't bad, a bad camera work. 
it was very deliberately what it was so that you so by the time that you get to the the part where selma is hanged you're there with them whether you want to be or not you're in that room and that's mm-hmm. the point of the directing the only time the directing went out of that and you got the arty shots and the setups and what have you is when she went into song and then all of a sudden they did turn into well choreographed musical numbers with um with using the directing like toward you know after she'd killed him when she walks into the lake first just from the perspective of the the lake looking down at her as if she's she's this is you know she this is her being dragged in now and drowning this is this is the point at which you slip and things like that are, he, he he got that done when he could the rest of the time it was this you know shaky voyeur cam and i i it, it it was a better film for it. Mm-hmm. There was, if it was just filmed straight, I it, it would be too clean, too clinical. That's what I liked about the the glitzy bits when it well was Hollywood and he was using his fancy photography. Is the minute you went back to her, it was grey, it was grey, and it felt real every time. And I so I think for the directing, yeah. It, brilliant i i enjoyed it mm, you can tell you enjoyed it yeah yeah i think some i think what it is with these sort of films and like the one last week is you're so into them and you being the way you are there's no room for budging you're so into them that the best things you love them she was denied an oscar she was good i felt really emotional for her she i don't what uh, what over Erin Brockovich over Julia Roberts being Julia Roberts? Well, it doesn't, she doesn't really act. matter. She wasn't Oscar worthy. She was just good at crying, and I felt for her. But I feel for she a lot of people. She was just good at crying. I think that's a terrible thing to say. That's because thought, you, you, you there's too much Bjork for some people. She's too much Bjork for me. What Bjork is too much Bjork for you? So you're so straight away you're going into it going nah. No, not straight so away. So you're going to come all. out going nah. Not talk, not at all. Not in the slightest. As the film went on, the more singing she did, I was thinking, oh, what are you saying? What is the point of this song that doesn't fit? And you tell Every her, single song fit exactly where it needed yeah, to be. Yeah, the lyrics didn't fit to the music. They did? They didn't. Only the first bit of the one on the train did. The dancers were awful. They were out of shape. There okay, well, one... we've gone on from production directing. No, this uh, is part of the production. Uh, no, we've gone on. We might as well go <laughs> on to music because that's what we're talking about. What have you given it for music? Four. A four again. I've given it a 15. I thought that the dancers were out of shape. I only saw one ballerina with great light, with perfect lines, which was the one that was hanging a washing out. Um, I didn't feel like the choreography matched the music. I thought the timing was off. Um, I know she's not meant to be able to dance well, so that that was fine. That wasn't the issue. It was everybody around her. Even the tapping was out. Yeah, but I think that's deliberate too. But, no. These are ordinary people around her. The only person that dances really well is is Novi, the person she knows that can dance really well and the person that she's really into. Everyone else around her are at her level they're normal people doing you know 
like like at the in the factory, they're using their tools, they're swinging their the hammers, the later the guys on the back of the train. It's it's in keeping with who those people are, and so yes, it isn't a there has not been like a dame. It's not that kind of musical. It's it it isn't it it doesn't say that that it's that. This is all through we're seeing that through her through her imagination, through her mind. And so that's that's what she does. So I think it can very much be forgiven. It's it's true that the the music is is very much like stomp, you know, lots of clatter, bang, what mm-hmm. have you. And that's why I mark it down a little bit. But it's in keeping with what's with the film. It makes sense within the film. I found it, as you would say, really jarring for dancers to not have clean lines and to not have straight backs and heads not going in the right direction. found it difficult to watch. Difficult to watch? I didn't like the dance, yeah. If I'm watching someone singing and dancing, then I want to see you sing and dance. If I want to watch someone prance around like a loon, I watch two small little kids. Mm-hmm. All right. Clean lines, straight back, that's important. Okay. All right. Next plot and script and whatnot. Can all right before you start, what have you given it? I give it an eight. Give it an eight. I've given it an eighteen. Why an eight? Why less than less than half a good a, a good job? Um. Well, creepy Satan. I like him. Mm-hmm. Um. And he was actually a good guy in the end, so didn't expect that. He's nice. Um. The director of the musicals was very lechy, and then he was sweet in the end as well, but he was just coming across as really lechy, so I kind of liked... I kept thinking something bad was going to happen to her, because yeah. of all these people that were like, are you being really genuinely nice with her, or are you about to do something awful? That was the vibe. Um, it had a post-World War Two feel to it, even though it was sort of probably set in the 60s. 50s... 50s uh, set and aesthetic, but the hair... Was sixties. Yeah, well, that often happens, doesn't it? Especially with everyone here was a, a slightly older generation, so they won't be hip hop and happening and wearing floral dresses and stuff. They're more likely to have wore the stuff from ten years ago, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I suppose it it, it is in keeping with. It, it feels like it's this is someone's memory of a, a small town. It doesn't feel generic. It feels more real. It didn't feel very American. Um, Until I realised they were in America. Yeah, well, that, that, I think that's the point. It's you know, this is someone's memory of something real, and this is this is a real part of an America in the nineteen fifties when you're talking about the uh, there was a great migration of people from all over the world going to America and mm-hmm. England, and, well, wherever they were going. That's where the you know there was a lot of movement, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going over to enough places going, can you help us rebuild the UK for us? And then, uh, and then of course, what, 50 years on, telling them to go back home again. Mm. Aren't the Brits just brilliant? Wonderful. They're wonderful. Um, so, yeah, that's, um, that's all. It feels real. It doesn't feel as if it's um, like you watch something and you go... Oh, that's definitely then because of this, and that's that. Oh, like if you watch something from the eighties and someone's using a, a, a scale electric and an etch a sketch, and they're, they're they're playing countdown and stuff like that. It's like 
Do you know what I mean? That's over the top. All right, yeah. Like like uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Every one of those kids is so fashionable. Not one of their clothes has got a tear in it or a bit of mud on it because they're all pristine from a uh, from a, a costume department. Everything around them is you know neon and synth, and it's you know that um, it's over the top. It's not real. It's it it, it it's like a drug. It's just pleasing us. I like dating things. I like looking at the television, the cooker, and yeah. Well, I think that's what this does correctly. People don't, you know, in the sixties, aren't necessarily going to have every single item top of the line, perfect, bang. It's it's nineteen sixty three. Well, that means that we have to have one of these because that's when they were released. You know what I mean? So I, I like it for that. However, wasn't mm-hmm. the point was that the woman kept spending money and wanted top of the range everything, so shouldn't she? Yeah, have well, had she had nice hair, she had nice clothes, she stood out from everyone else. I think for for those reasons. So, so yeah, I think I think they did it well. I think they did it well. She had lots of there was lots of mod cons in the house. There was mm-hmm. lots of single use items. That's your slicer. That's your dicer. That you do uh, need it, you know, it's that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's very much of the of the what's it called generation. You no, know, it all started the consumerism and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, that's that. Do I don't I mean? get how none of them could tell she was dead blind. Um, because she was so mouse-like and meek and kept herself to herself, and because of she kept on saying you can't tell gene because it will stress him and it'll make it worse and the the thing that was happening to her was that there was just stress after stress after stress and it was and it was ex- exacerbating matters it was making her eyesight worse quicker and so that was the thing uh, so at the very beginning it wasn't so bad but you know towards the end in such a short amount of time she was practically blind and it was just because of the the amount of stress which is what she wanted she didn't want eugene to have to suffer the way she was acting and the way it was uh it was doing um i suppose it's really more for bonus this but i'm gonna sort of do it because we're talking about it Okay. okay yeah yeah well we've just been talking about producing and stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, and as well as plot, so it's it's a bit mixed up, but no one will shoot you. Yeah, it? Um, the the way she was behaving, which with the twitching and the tapping, um, and the musicals and the stressful situations turning everything into song, it's actually a form of epilepsy. That is exactly like that. All right, schizophrenia can do that too, but it's actually a, and it affects your eyes. Um, so they go into a world, and you can see their eyes. Go in. No, they lose their eyesight. Oh, right. Every time they have a fit, oh, it gets worse and worse and worse. And this is part of a brain disease associated with it as well. So I think that's what she had. Yeah, very, uh, very probably. That's the that's the thing you're talking about. 1950s, where you or 60s, where people just were not in tune for this kind of thing. You know, you were lame. You, you that was it. You, mm-hmm. you deaf. We say deaf, dumb, and blind. Do you know what I mean? And it's it, blind, dumb, and deaf. I thought it was deaf, dumb, and blind. But either way, it's it's offensive, and it comes from a place of n- not knowing, not wanting to know, and just wanting to put an easy easy label on something and say, "Well, there's nothing you can do, is there? Why? It's deaf, dumb, and blind. Oh, fair enough. We've probably done all we can." 
Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I don't think if they even knew much about epilepsy then. Um, it's a brain disease that causes epilepsy. It causes musicals, like everything's become musical and deterioration, rapid deterioration of eyesight. Right. I don't know what the name of it is, but... Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, I mean, there's lots of different types, isn't there? And they, they, they date back well back, you know, but by accounts of what Caesar was up to, I've, people, historians have said that he's he very probably was epileptic, and uh, and so on. So yeah, we we may not have had the the name for it, but it's it's been about. Yeah, I mean, I watched a documentary ages ago, and the way that Bjork was acting in that reminded me of the woman from this documentary. That right. had this disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I I mean, we're on to bonus, so might as well... What, what score did you give for bonus? Well, I have to explain myself. Oh I've put that she's off. You know, it's Bjork. She's just not on this planet. Even the character, what's she called? Selma? Yeah. Not on this planet. Um, I don't think it's Oscar-worthy, although um, I know you like it. And the dancers are super stiff, and it's just a little bit going on with itself. Um, so I gave it a three. A three. Wait, wait, and then Joel Grey walked in. Right. And he saved that entire freaking film, okay. and I gave it a twenty. Oh right, okay, fair enough. Because it was Joel Grey. What did you give it overall? It went from in the twenties to forty-three. Fair dues. I gave it a 90. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I like it. There's room for improvement, I think. it's. I think it's too long, a film. Yeah. Maybe we the, the courtroom, although it's important, the, the courtroom scene, I'm not sure any of the... I don't know. Mind you, if we'd lost the courtroom scene, we wouldn't have the... Uh, wouldn't have the bit with your man in and wouldn't have got these extra points. Mm-hmm. But things like that, we don't always have to see the mechanisms. We know what 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 she's been accused of and what the evidence is because we've watched it the whole time. So it's probably a foregone conclusion that she's gonna be she's gonna be found guilty. So we didn't necessarily have to but see But if you that. didn't have Joel Grey jumping around and skipping and stuff, then you yeah. wouldn't have had a single bleeding dancer in that film that could actually dance. Okay. But I think that was that was the point and you're not happy with that point. You're 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 in the camp of well, if you're gonna be a musical, this is what a, a musical is. Which is which is fair enough because that's how that's how we score bond and what have you. These are the these are the things that Bond has to be in Not order to be Bond. No, if you're going to dance, then dance. Yeah, but I think that's the point. The, the point was that they weren't meant to be practice dancers and he was the only one that was it a practice dancer. looked slappy. Yeah, well, I, deliberately so. Okay. I, I'd say so. You can get the album, Selma's Songs. Uh, I doubt that you'll ever want to listen to it again. No, I'm I, good, I'm good. I've mm-hmm. got I've got them in the mix somewhere, a couple of them crop up. Not her best music. She did the music for this. She she composed the music and what have you, as as you can probably tell. Um her her first two albums are my favourite, debut and post. 
they were apparently getting things out of her system from the sugar cubes so that she could get her, go on and do her own stuff. But they're my favourites. What she did was, and you could hear it in this again, what she did was she brought back the uh, the hunger for synth music again. You had that in the early 80s. It kind of disappeared and became rock and pop again. And then that stockache and Walkman terrible sound uh, where it just became homogenized pop and then she came about and all of a sudden synths were cool again and you can hear all that in this in this soundtrack and i love that sound so yeah i i find that this album sort of sits nicely with post and debut mm. so i'm i'm always gonna love it i'm always gonna love this film it makes me cry i did cry i went upstairs and blew my nose because you can't help but feel for her when when she goes at the end. It's um, you know it's going to happen, and you know it's going to be mid mid uh, uh, a word while she's singing, but um, it's still still pretty powerful. And then you know the curtains closing on the film, and the pan up, which she doesn't like in a musical, of course, where they pan away at the very end, and so it doesn't it just goes to black mm-hmm. it gets so far and goes to black lots of important messages in the film about consumerism capitalism about how we treat how how courts work for for who and the death penalty being so final it's just because at some point someone's going to find out that, that that it wasn't that that he didn't have that money in his account and so on and so forth and i don't know it there's a lot more going on than just the film, I think. And I think also that it's quite an important film. Hmm. Yeah. For you? For me, for social commentary reasons. And back when there was that nice time between, I think, 94 or 96, going up to about 2001, 2002 where there was a lot of films about that were for filmmakers, I thought. They were very... They were like this. Not experimental so much, but just challenging the audience to watch it kind of thing. And then, of course, it was the same year as Gladiator, so Gladiator was just the start of, well, what we need is big blockbusters that are historically inaccurate that 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 uh, well it wasn't the start of it yeah. it was the next big one but, from braveheart yeah exactly so it's that kind of that kind of nonsense mm. that uh that you know hollywood wins through in the end and these little things are left by the wayside i don't see so many of these little films anymore and i should do we should hunt them out but it's very hard going where we are you know view cinema what are they showing whatever the story house we should probably try the story house they have some things on there sometimes yeah mm. that's what we should do okay all those little little releases anyway there mm-hmm. we go yeah Trey Terrible not really just you know you like what you like and you're dead into it and that's the end of that because David James said so not really you've got 40 you've given it 43 points and I've not murdered you so <laughs> Next week mm-hmm. is La La Land, mm-hmm. which we're going to have to go out to Chester and buy the DVD, I think, because it's not on anything except for Amazon. You have to pay for it. 
Oh. And I'd, pref- I'd prefer to give the money to CEX, to, okay. be, to be fair. £1.50 for, for a DVD as opposed to eight ninety nine for a, a what's called a film that you lose. When they take it off. When yeah. they take it off. Hmm. So we'll do that, La La Land. You looking forward to that? I don't know. You don't know? No. But you've heard of it and... Watched the first scene. Have you? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Felsic. That was the car, the, the, the what's it called, in the traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't grab you. Fell asleep. So, good times ahead <laughs> for next week. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, we'll see you in a minute. Okay. Bye, everybody. <laughs>